cardboard box washed up on the beach. Holy fish paste! It's Bazzi. Cleveland! This is for you! I just be looking back and I'll be like. Everybody, she's Ema. And he's Bozzy. And this is the official Bozcast. Thank you, everybody, for joining us today. As always, thanks everyone for liking, uh, commenting, subscribing, sharing, uh, spreading the news of what we're doing. Um, it's much appreciated. Um, but we're going to ask you to continue to do those things. Um, you know, continue to follow, continue to. Uh, share and continue to you know allow other people to hear what you hear if you like it even if you don't like it if you disagree let us know mm-hmm. um, you can always follow me at Bozzy C and that's at B-O-Z-Z-I-E-C and that's on Twitter Instagram or Facebook and you can follow me on Instagram it's I'm a one Reese cup I am a number one R-E-E S-E-C-U-P and then I also have Twitter um, at Ema underscore Boz one I-M-A underscore B-O-Z and the number one. And um, as always, you know, if you guys want to um, interact with us and and just let us know that you're listening, you can always do that by emailing us at officialboscast at gmail.com. That's O-F-F-I-C-I-A-L-B-O-Z-C-A-S-T at gmail.com. It's almost like I've spelled that before. <laughs> it's coming off the tongue so smooth. Um, but, yeah, we really appreciate all the love and all the support. Um, before we really get into it, uh, we talked about it last week about, you know, sh- starting a fund or something to help the, the kids in Houston. Um, excuse me, I have a cough drop in my mouth. So if it uh, rude, no. I know, right? <laughs> it's, it's to help me get through this hour or whatever, however long we're going to be doing this. But um, we are um, going to start um, collecting and, and, and try to give to something, give something to the like to donations. the students, yeah, some mm-hmm. type of donations to the students of um, in Houston. Um, as you guys are probably already aware, you know, classes have started for college. You know, school has started for uh, middle school and grade school and high school. And it was something on my heart personally uh, about school. You know, something about school that I'm like, look, you know, we can help these people rebuild their homes, but unfortunately. You know, education is not going to stop. You know, mm-hmm. they're, they're going to need to go to school and they're really not going to have any excuses. Um, you know, they might have a week or so where they can kind of excuse themselves, but they're not really going to have excuses like that. So if they're not going to have, you know, have those excuses, school is still going. I have a friend who is teaching down in uh, the Houston area. And like I said, you know, they're still school is still up school is still going so they need help they need supplies 
And um, I, I would love to, you know, for us, this community to be some of the people that helps them mm-hmm. um, because we can, you know. And, and it's one of those things where a lot of times there will be something happening and I won't know how to give or what I can do to give. But since I have those issues where I want to do something, but I don't know the outlet where I can go, what we want to do is we want to give you guys an outlet. So if you want to give, it's not the American Red Cross. It's directly to teachers. Um, is, that, is that shade? Uh, yeah, no, I'm not, not even slight shade. Like <laughs> direct shade, like <laughs> eclipse. <laughs> um, no, seriously, it's not the American Red Cross. We're not gonna don't. We're not gonna um, collect this stuff Use and money for keep anything it. Else. It's going no. directly to them. It's going directly to them, and what we have a list of things that they need, and we're actually gonna have a special episode this week where we'll, you know, kind of list all the things that we need. It'll be something short, maybe like 10 or 15 minutes, but it'll list everything that we need. And um, since it's a lot easier, we'll have like some type of, not a PayPal, but um, we have a PayPal, but we want to make something directly like a GoFundMe type situation where you guys can donate. And what we're going to do is we're going to directly buy the supplies that the school needs is a lot easier for you so you don't have to mail anything big. Mm-hmm. You can just wire a little bit of money. Anything you can give, a dollar, two dollars, whatever. Um, and we'll donate, you know, what we can. And, you know, if you follow us on social media, you'll see where that money goes. Yeah. And then hopefully, you know, maybe we can even solicit like a picture from the class that we're able to help. But I know they need pencils, colored pencils, notebooks, um, paper, colored paper. Uh, and we're sponsoring a ninth grade class. So that's kind of exciting. Mm-hmm. Um, but we'll have more details later on in the week. Um, Ema didn't even know that. I didn't. I was going to ask about it, but I was like. Well, we kind of talked about it last week. And I kind of stopped just checking. For the link or something. Yeah, I was waiting on the link and I just stopped checking sort of. Like I wasn't paying attention to it as much as I should because I've just been swamped trying to make this website, which is coming very soon. Mm-hmm. But um. I guess directly after we made the episode of last week, they sent out an email telling us, you know, who our classroom is, who the teacher is that we're going to be sponsoring Mm -hmm. and um, a list of things that they need. So it's exciting for me. You know, these people are or these kids are are starting off their journeys of high school or ninth grade class. So it's going to be super fun for us to kind of give to them and help them out Um, and maybe even send over like a voucher where they can buy even more stuff for the classroom right um but that's they gave us a list of things that they need and some of the things that i said are some of the things that they need and and you know you you can give if like i said this is a direct cause this is not some faceless nameless you know donation it's uh, an entire it's a class and with an actual teacher who actually needs and they're not asking for money they're asking for physical things and it, you can give the physical things, but, you know, depending on where you guys are calling from, um, it would probably be the easiest to, to give the money and then they just go out and get the supplies. Right. And that, and that's really what it is. Um, you know, by faith, we'll hopefully get some money raised for this classroom and, and really help them out in a, in a special way. Yeah. Sorry, I took up so much of the. No, that's cool. First little bit of the podcast, but I'm excited about that. And, and we know we understand the Hurricane Irma, you know, it, <laughs> Look, we're still dealing with the effects of that. Mm-hmm. Um, we're still dealing with, uh, you know, what's going on with whatever Jose hits land or wherever it hits. Um, but to be frank, you know, one thing that happens is one something happens in, in the country and 
And then when something else happens, we just forget. We act like the other thing just got fixed and figured out. But that's not the case. No, um, like they're still going through and they're dealing with it day by day. Like, And they're going to probably be dealing with it for the next some, six months yeah. at, at a minimum. Um, so it's important that we don't forget about them. And it's important that we can, at, at, the, at a minimum, get these kids' years started off okay. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And, and that's what it's about. And, you know, that's what it's about for us. And, um, yeah, that's what we plan on doing. Um, so that's our little update so far for the week. So, um, Ima, you know, how what's going on with you this week? Anything new? Um, not really too anything, like, too new or anything like that. It's kind of like the same old thing. Um, just working hard. Um, like I said, I got some projects coming along together or whatever. Um, I've been trying to find a little bit of time for myself. was able to go out with uh, one of my friends, well, my close friends. I call her my sister. And we were able just to sit and chat. She has a daughter. I have, or we have our son. So, like, we're able to uh, relate on different things and just get some stuff off our chest. So, um. Like I said, not too, n- nothing really exciting or out of the ordinary or anything like that. But I'm just working hard and working on my uh, YouTube page. Uh, a lot of people have re- been requesting uh, me to do like makeup tutorials and things like that. Uh, so I'm putting that all together and trying to create something uh, for those that are interested. Right. So any any progress with that at all or? With the YouTube? It's just anything, yeah. Yeah. And uh, basically in all areas, I'm doing a little bit more. And uh, the YouTube page is created, but I'm getting the videos together. So that's basically. All right. I mean, there's nothing wrong with that. Um, just, you know, obviously keep us updated or whatever. Um, I know we have a couple guests lined up, but nothing concrete. I mean, the guests are lined up, but we don't know when they're coming on or, or um, at what point or whatever. But w- they are they are lined up, and uh, you know we're pretty much ready to go on that for the most part. And like I said, you know, Ema does the artwork for those guests that do come through or that will come through. So a lot of that artwork is done. So I'm not gonna say anybody's name, but a couple people already know. But uh, those are some things that we're working on continually, and just to make the podcast more fun for you guys and more you know easier for you guys or more i don't know more relatable i guess um as far as what i've been doing um part of what i've been doing which is oh my god i've just been swamped at work absolutely swamped um it's like i don't know i told you guys last week about that equifax breach that has affected about 40 something percent of the United States. Um, and we deal with a lot of that thing, right? A lot of that, you know, issue. Mm-hmm. And we just have not had a break. It, it has not been a break. That's um, good for you guys though, right? It's great for us. I mean, the number, you know, we're, the numbers look good, you know, we're selling what we need to sell, but it's just, it's getting, you know, it's, it, we're swamped, you know, and it's, it's not getting any easier. It's not getting any, you know, I mean, easier meaning like just managing you know the time and things like that but Mm -hmm. you know it's been keeping me busy and it's been keeping me off the you know off doing things with the podcast this week but 
hopefully it kind of just tapers down a little bit, not slow down too much because we still want to continue to yeah, take advantage of what you got now. Oh, it's crazy, right. man. The agents are making so much money. It's crazy. Like the people at this job, the people at the job are making so much money. They even got um, incentives for us to make money just if the agents do good. Like it's just <laughs> there's so much money flying around that place. It's incredible. But um, it is a lot of fun. It's, it's, it's kind of cool to be on the inside of that and figuring out what that stuff even means. So that's pretty cool, and I, you know, can't really complain about that. Um, as far as obviously getting the car fixed, we got a car, so we're trying to fix it and clean it and spruce it up and, and kind of make it our own. Um, I'm trying to think of what else. Not really a lot else as far as like personally or things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, continue to grind. Can like I said, we're trying to get this website together to kind of put everything into one. Um, it's just getting too difficult to, to rely on everything. Well, not even follow everything, but to just rely on the social media stuff. It's getting, it's getting really difficult. We Mm -hmm. just got to have a platform for us that works for us. Um, that'll allow us to kind of connect with you guys on a deeper level and allow you guys to connect with us on a deeper level and things would, uh, you know, things would be cool that way. Yeah. Um, one thing that's pretty cool, it's just random. Like somebody's listening from Zimbabwe. Um, somebody's listening from Ireland, from Dublin. That's cool. I don't know if these people are just using these as their, you know, like locations, but there's people listening from all over the world. So that's kind of dope. Yeah. Um, and if you are listening from these different countries, let us know. Please let us know. You know what I mean? Uh, reach out to us. I don't know how you understand us, <laughs> but um, you know, if yeah, it, no, they may have been from. United States and it's possible there. I mean and, and they might you know I mean I know that we they don't just speak these languages mm-hmm. there I mean Amer- you know the English language is everywhere at this point so but I mean that's just humbling it's exciting and it mm-hmm. makes me it makes me happy you know little progress little by little but I, I believe that when you build something slow you build it sturdy so I'm, I'm excited for you know where we're going yeah me too um so what did you what's something that you wanted to kind of speak on today no, something I had um, kind of in mind or just like on my heart is that one uh, girl, what's her name? Uh, I think it's Kanika Jenkins. Oh, my God. Uh, basically, the girl that got, supposedly, uh, supposedly she had, uh, she was found in a freezer and she was out with some friends or something like that and she ended up missing and that's where they found her in the freezer and she was dead, so. Uh, just like the whole story, like people are like, how do you say, thinking it's like some type of conspiracy, like oh, like it's a setup, or like the the best friends or something did something, or I don't know. They're just still like trying to figure out the story, and I don't know. What's the background on that? Like I don't really know a lot about it. Well, from what I know, or what I can remember, is I guess the girl. She had went out with her friends, like, on a Friday or something. And, like, they had went somewhere just to have fun. I can't remember where the place was. I know it was, like, a hotel. I know that because the girl worked there. Prior to that, I think they went somewhere else, like, bowling or something. (laughs) Something like that. The day before or something. Everything starts with bowling. (laughs) (laughs) No, something like that. And then, I guess, the next day or I don't know if that night they went to the hotel and they had, like, some type of party or whatever. And um, I guess they've been drinking and just, like, doing all kinds of stuff. I don't know. 
But, yeah, I just seen a couple, like, real quick clips of, like, live videos. And you can see the girl, like, you can look, or you can tell, like, she's under the influence of something. And um, I guess she ends up wandering, like, throughout the halls or something. And her friends, like, they went up to the room, but she took an elevator down, like, to the lower level or something. And, like, it shows footage of her, like, just wandering and just walking and walking in a room and then walking back out. And then she ended up, like, walking through the kitchen or something. And then basically, like, to the freezer. And... Yeah, like, it doesn't show... Well, I didn't see the part where she opened, like, the freezer door and went in and closed it. I didn't see anything like that. I just saw her in the kitchen, and you can tell, like, she was really drunk because she was, like, stumbling, like, crashing into stuff, like... And, um... I don't know. I guess they're saying, like, oh, maybe there was somebody down there, like, calling her or whatever, or, like, trying to, like... How you say? Um like steer her into like the room or whatever oh i was oh my god i've seen this so much very stuff weird i don't know i've seen so many like conspiracy theories and people talking about like oh you gotta have better friends and all this other stuff and uh, videos saying like oh these girls are crying now and it really ain't anybody had anything to do with the situation and I mean, to me, what it shows me, I got to be honest, man. I was listening to a podcast today, and they were just like, man, social media is about to be the death of us. And it's oh, the truth, man. You. Like, it's so annoying. Like, one thing, and, and there's another thing that the podcast talked about. It's just like this fake news is real. Like, it's just so much fake news. Like, anybody can... Put any type of story out. like, And it just be facts. And you don't have no way of knowing what's real and what's not. It's yeah. just irritating. Like, at at, a, at the end of the day, like, I just be wanting to know the truth. Mm-hmm. I don't care, like, if I like it or not. Like, I just want to know the truth. Like, I don't want to... I don't like going online and thinking that... I'm not saying I can think something is what it is, but stories like that, it's a social media story. They were on social media right. with, with the whole thing. That's and, where, like, it unraveled first. Like. Yeah. So it's just, like, randoms and, and randos just saying, like, oh, you know, like, this happened and she was there, here and they was there. Yeah, and people playing detective, like, oh, yeah. like, based oh on this God. clue, if you look over here, like, you can see. No, oh like, God, you man. weren't there. Like, Stop it, Inspector Gadget. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Inspector Ratchet, stop it. <laughs> It'll take you <laughs> Inspector Ratchet self somewhere else. It's irritating. It really is. Because everybody, this is the problem. And this is not the problem. I mean, it's okay, but this is the problem. Everybody has an opinion. And starting in 2005-ish, everybody was who had an opinion, well, before 2005, we'll put it like this. Everybody that had an opinion didn't necessarily have a platform. Mm-hmm. Right? Now, Everybody has a platform, a free platform in which they can talk to thousands upon thousands upon millions of people and and spread their opinion out. And if people like their opinion enough, whether it's good or bad, whether it's right or wrong, whether it's fact or fiction, they'll share it Mm -hmm. and they share it and they share it and they share it. And now it's viral, right? And now you got this fake story just because it's interesting. It caught traction. And now everybody believes the fake story. Yeah. AKA fake news. Like, it's getting annoying. Now, that's really one of the reasons why I stopped, like, even listening to, um, like, any type of news for real. Like, I don't care. 
I'm sorry, but like like about the president or anything like that because it's like so much going on in the world and i know like like i don't know i would say like we are kind of responsible just to at least keep up with like current things that are happening in the world no but the thing is look it was a time where you you could be like do your research but your sources will be wrong so like you can do all the research you want but the sources will be wrong yeah it's like you will never know like You'll never know. You literally got to see it and get punched in the face with it for it to be fact. And it still might be a lie. Yeah. No. And even now, like with the um, news stations or whatever, like they exaggerate stories just to get more like, how you say? um, Clicks. Yeah. And it's annoying. Like not only that, but like they'll even say stuff that they know isn't true. Exaggerate the truth. Only say the part that they agree with. And then. That's what we as American people got to take. We just got to take that. It's just annoying. Like, nobody has the truth. Like, you ain't got the answer, Sway. Like, that's <laughs> that's where we're at. And, it, and it's getting frustrating. It's yeah. getting so frustrating to me. Like, I just want left to be left and right to be right. And that's it. Like, right. I don't... I don't want speculations, specula- speculatory, mm-hmm. you know, uh, things and videos. Like, I don't care about that. Like, I just want to know what's real. Like, at the end of the day, that's why I get sick of CNN because they're only going to say negative stuff about Trump. Yeah. I get sick of Fox because they're only going to say negative stuff about Obama. Like, I just want uh, a, a news outlet. We'll just call it news period like it'll literally like the icon will literally be a dot it'll just, it'll be news period and then when you when you watch it it'll literally none of the none of the anchors are going to have an, have emotions that that's it there's going to be like in later news irma has hit miami we don't know where it goes next and we're not going to guess because like now in the news people just be guessing it's like we predict it's going this way Oh no, oh, she's wait, going no. left. <laughs> she's going left. She missed Puerto Rico. <laughs> like, you'll be like, what? Like the dude, uh, you probably didn't watch it. Like the dude from, uh, that's what we need who to, to do the news. The dude from N1, the N1 mixtape. You remember that? Like one of the basketball players would cross somebody over. He'd be like, oh baby, hot sizzle, hot sizzle. And hot sauce just be at the top of the key just dribbling. Hot sizzle. <laughs> Like that's what we need. We need them to do the the news. We need Ernest Angley on the weather. Oh my goodness! <laughs> Heal in the name of <laughs> Heal. <laughs> hey man, back in the day, boy, he used to have everybody putting their hands on the TV trying to get healed. Like man, my stomach hurt. Let me touch this TV real quick. <laughs> no, you're rubbing your belly on it. <laughs> Back in the day when the TVs had the uh, the glass the glass screen, you rub your belly on it and your shirt gets stuck to like, it. Yes, I feel the static heat. electricity. I feel the power. You're like, no, your TV nah, is hot. Your like, <laughs> TV ain't been off all day. <laughs> but for real, man, like I just want some real news. Like, and the thing is, this is this is the thing. Like, if it's gonna be fake news, just let it be fake news. At this point, I rather watch what is that called? You know what I'm talking about? The one on um uni not Univision. It's on um. Uh, uh Wapa America. What's that? What's that called? What's that show called? It's called oh, what is it called in English? I can't remember. You know what I, I'm talking about. I do know, but I can't think of it. <laughs> uh se, se no lo sé, lo sé. Ah, it's like know it all or something. 
like it, it translates to like know it all or know everything or yeah they just be like talking about like what happened and they just make jokes of everything like, yeah but it'll be something serious like in <laughs> in this part of puerto rico they did this and then they just be like speculating and it'd be the same seven people like impacto something like and you just be watching it, and it's it's funny. Like I rather just watch that. I rather watch e news because if you're gonna do jokes, and if you're not gonna be real, like let me tell you what my issue is. All right, Ermin and Hit. This is my issue. Why do they got Anderson Cooper in the middle of the hurricane? Like, why do we need to see that? We know it's raining. We yeah, know it's like, raining. Why are you gonna no? Because I'm telling you, it's about ratings. Like so they need to see things firsthand. Yeah, like, they they can't wait for a tree to uproot, smack somebody in the head, get a concussion, and they die on national television. That's real cute. Great ratings. Oh my goodness! Yeah, so annoying. Like, no, I can't. I just can't with the news. I just look. Just be in the look. We see that it's raining. Like we know there's a hurricane in the middle of Florida. We know that. So why do you got to be outside? Anderson Cooper looking miserable. He still got his one little curl thing in the front, <laughs> just with his same like stern face, just talking with, with water just rushing down his face and a jacket that's not doing nothing. <laughs> like, I just don't understand that. Like, it's just all a joke. It's all a joke. Like, I just wanted to, if it's going to be a joke, let it be a joke. At this point, I feel like E! News has more credibility. I feel like that Impacto News has more credibility or whatever it is. Like, it's just it's just getting old. Like, no, I'm getting yeah. so sick and tired of the fake. No, yeah. Well, back to the um the story with the girl or whatever. Like, I just feel bad because I guess, like, since everybody's been seeing us or whatever and we got all these speculators and all this stuff or whatever, like, then we have people saying, oh, like, it's because she's black. Like what? Like we trying to hide. Like they're trying to hide stuff oh from. Oh my god! And like even her own mom. Like mind you, her mom has cancer, so oh she's like going god. through stuff already. And um, they were supposed to have like a peaceful rally type thing, and I guess it hasn't been really that peaceful. Like because you know how people could be sometimes. Like they could just get too like hype like without knowing everything. So. She um, posted a video saying, like, and you you can see, like, she just looked tired. Like, yeah, it's called chemo. Like, <laughs> like let this woman chill. Like, nah, yeah, she had to get some type of surgery for some, like, emergency, like, little thing that she had or whatever. And she was just, like, apologizing for not being able to make it to the uh, first rally or something. And she's like, look, like, um, I'm not trying to, like, I don't want you guys to, like, stir up things or whatever. Like, we really don't know what happened. Like. Everything is still um, under investigation, so, like, I just feel bad for the mom. Like, I just, prayers out to her and her family, like, and that whatever, like, really happened, that it can come out to the light. And, um, yeah, just rest in peace to the girl. And Yeah, I hope they figure that out. I mean, that whole thing is kind of just, it's a little suspect. I'm not really sure. I don't know. I don't really. I don't really know where that where it goes from there. I don't know what. I don't. I don't know who's at fault. I've heard that they sabotaged her. Um, they're the reasons that she's dead and stuff like that. But then I also heard that she walked to the freezer herself and got locked in the freezer herself. So I don't know what happened. I don't know what type of drugs were involved. I don't know if there's a toxicology report. I don't know. But frankly, I don't really want to talk about that no more i'm so sick all of the little ugh, all the little 
things of people saying, oh, well, this happened and and this happened and, oh, y'all, y'all are stupid for this. But what were you saying about a race thing? What does this have to do with race? No, well, basically with the, um, like, she was trying to have just a peaceful protest. But like I said, like, people are digging too deep into it or, like, thinking they're, like, a detective. And um, just they think it's something deeper, like... So, like, of course, like, with everything going on now, like, there's a lot of, like, race things happening now. So, like, they want to involve, like, I'm I'm not saying that it's not, but I'm, they're trying to make it a thing. Like, what about this has anything to do with race? No, maybe because they were trying to hurry up and brush it off, like, oh, she walked into the freezer, she died, and, like, and it's like, no, like, because she's black, that's why they don't want to, like, dig deeper, like... Or just because, like, just because, like, it's a, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm not trying to be insensitive. I just think it's a dumb story. Like, it's just a dumb story. Like, if it wasn't on social media, like, we wouldn't care. Like, everyone's trying to piece these things together. And it's just, like, honestly, not trying to be insensitive, but people die every day. Like, it really happens every day. So I'm not about to sit here and expel energy on something when there's other things that can be, Really, that's not our job. And there's other things that can be talked about. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, I'm not about to sit here and, and speculate, oh, it's about race because they don't want, like, they don't care about finding the killer of a little black girl. Like, I don't care. Honestly, this case is like, okay, look, sometimes when you hang around the wrong people, you get put into a wrong, a bad situation. Yeah, and like, that's what I think. Like, just my personal opinion, like, yeah, it could have been. Uh, somebody already down there or something, just, like, luring her, like, into the freezer or whatever. That is very weird, like, a weird way to do something like that. Like, um, but just based on what I saw, like, to me, I would say, like, they were just really, like, under the influence of I don't know what. And she just, like, she was so intoxicated or whatever, like... She just ended up walking into the freezer. It is a little weird because just uh, the way, like, the door, I guess, they're trying to explain how heavy the door is to open, and it doesn't, like, slide on its own shut. Like, somebody would have had to, like, shut the door also. And they were just saying, like, she's a small, she's a, she was a small, a small girl, like, right. then to be, like, under the influence, like, to, like, try to close the door. I don't know, man. But although, yeah, I was just about to say, like, I, I feel like know. you get some type of superhuman strength. Like, you do. So, like, it, it, I mean, it, I don't know. I don't know why she would just shut the door behind her. Like, I don't know. But just in my opinion, to me, it seems like she was just very, like, like I said, under the influence. And she was just, she just walked in the room and not knowing where she was going because she was just so gone or whatever. And that's, that's basically... <sighs> And you know what this also falls under, and I'm sorry, you know, this also falls under just, at, at the end of the day, everybody wants to blame somebody else for their problems. Like, at the end of the day, like, you have to take responsibility. Like, the the common theme that I've heard over the past couple days about this story or whatever mm-hmm. is, dang, like, her friends could have helped her and blah. Like, all right, look, at the end of the day, she's her own person. So... I'm not going to, unless her friends directly, unless her friends killed her, they're not responsible for her actions. Yeah, I'm sorry. Too. Like, if they're under influence, too, like, you you really ain't thinking about much. Like, 
like your mind is wandering to wherever like i don't know like like i said i don't know what type of drugs or alcohol was involved or whatever but like to me it seemed like they basically were like so gone like they woke up the next day and like like oh my gosh like what happened like i don't know like right. where was this person i don't know like like i don't know i, I mean just, yeah i agree i mean look at the end of the day you know obviously i don't you don't want nobody to die ever but the the problem i'm having with just america in general and a lot of people is they don't want to take responsibility for their actions at the end of the day if you put yourself in a situation she didn't have to go nobody dragged her out the house mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying excuse me sorry i must be allergic to bs no like nobody dragged her out the house you know what i mean nobody told her look this is what you have to do you got to come to this party i mean you know i'm sure they had something like that but nobody held a gun to her head and was like you come to this party like Mm -hmm. at the end of the day people got to take responsibility for their actions and and i'm not trying to victim blame because she is the victim i'm not trying to victim blame but at the end of the day if i put myself in a situation and i don't know the outcomes and things like that like i'm i'm at fault Mm -hmm. i'm at fault you know what i'm saying like it is what it is so i guess what i'm saying is it's the same kind of thing and i don't like i said i don't I'm not into the victim blaming thing, but it's the same kind of thing is like if I'm if if I go out to the to to the club, right? I go out to the club. I don't drink or nothing, but I go out to the club and I leave like every when everybody else leaves, but somebody decides not to, you know, somebody decides to drink and drive that night, right? And they get into the car and they hit me and I'm paralyzed. It's their fault. Right. But I didn't have to necessarily go to the club. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like and and it's and it's not my fault that the other person was drinking, but you sometimes have to look out for other people in a lot of situations. So don't put yourself in a situation if it was drugs involved, if there was alcohol involved. And like I said, we don't know mm-hmm. because we don't have a toxic. I don't know what the toxicology report says. So we don't know what was involved. But at the end of the day, I don't like the narrative of, you know, obviously you look out for your friends. That's just the unwritten rule. Mm-hmm. But I don't think it's illegal not to. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't think it's illegal to not look out for your friends. Like, at the end of the day, you, you're born alone, you die alone. I mean, I know this sounds bad, but at the end of the day, we have to take responsibility for our actions. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You have to take responsibility for your actions, but we don't know what happened. Obviously, rest in peace to that girl. Like, I don't like talking about stuff like this because I just think it's, I don't want to say it's a dumb story, but it's a dumb situation. And when I say a dumb situation, I just mean, like, it didn't have to happen. Stuff that didn't have to take place, I call it a dumb situation. Mm-hmm. It didn't have to happen. You know what I mean? Like, any person in the in the situation could have de-escalated it to the fact where somebody didn't have to die. That's This is a, a dumb, lost life. Not that her life was dumb, but the fact that she lost her life was stupid. It was dumb. Right. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, somebody can take responsibility for something. So at the end of the day, you know, every all parties involved, it's unfortunate. But at the end of the day, like, we shouldn't be dying over dumb stuff. Yeah. You know what I mean? We shouldn't be dying over dumb stuff. So rest in peace to her, man. I You know, I hope her mom has... Um, some type of closure closure yeah i was gonna say that she could rest easy not in like a weird way but that you know uh, it's, it, 
to get some yeah like closure closure is the best thing to, to the best way to put it or whatever but yeah i mean i'm over it what else what uh what else did you have on this late no i guess on a lighter note or whatever i was just thinking how this is our last week of summer oh, that's true fall is right around the corner uh so i don't know i don't know how i feel yet like i feel like i didn't take advantage or as much advantage as i would have liked well what would you have liked to do uh well i didn't get to go to the beach like that's one thing like i mean the thing is honestly the water is the best the best time to go to the beach is now mm-hmm. you know the water's heated up is really the best time. No, but it's already getting colder. Yeah, but the water is warm. No, but ain't nothing like. That's different though. Like you trying to get tan. Like I ain't trying to get tan. No, I'm trying to swim. Like the I like swimming. The... Like I'm telling you. No, that's what I'm saying. It's fine that the water is warm, but once you get out the water and let any type of air hit you, like it's, it's done. Like that's it. Like. <laughs> like I don't like that feeling. Like I hate being cold, and I get cold quickly. So. Um, but I guess we can take a trip out there and just like walk. Well, I mean, the good thing about where we live, we're we're an hour away from Lake Erie, which is, I don't know, I like it. Um, Freshwater Lake. I, I grew up going up there all the time, so we can visit. It's it's definitely within like within reach or whatever. Mm-hmm. So I mean, that's I guess that's something. But I mean, you said on a lighter note, and then you got depressed instantly like oh on a lighter note guys summer's no, over that's what I, said. I don't know how to feel about it like um, <laughs> on, a, on a lighter note <laughs> i'm depressed because there's lighter, no more heavier note. <laughs> on a heavy light note <laughs> summer's done everything's <laughs> over jack frost is coming the winter i just saw a snowflake like dang dude chill like no i'm not thinking about winter yet i'm yeah, thinking about fall oh okay which is my favorite oh is that your light note yeah that's my light oh, note see? it got real heavy you know how like the leaves oh, fall off the note. tree very lightly uh, yeah, like you know right. they floating like that's how yeah. i feel like oh, okay okay <laughs> yeah i guess no i, I like honestly like I don't know, like, inside, to me, I have pretty terrible allergies all year round. So yeah. it starts for me to get really bad in the spring, and the summer is not much better. Um, I'm not a huge fan of snow for the simple fact that my least favorite thing to do is, like, when you're trying to walk in snow, and then you look, like, I don't know, you try to step in somebody else's footprint, but your foot twists a different way, and you just look <laughs> stupid like a baby Bambi. Like, that's... And hey, you clumsy anyway. And I'm a clumsy individual. So, like, I hate that. I I loathe <laughs> that. Like, I don't mind the snow, but I hate when snow is where you need to walk or drive. Yeah, I hate it. No. Um, but I don't mind the cold. I really don't mind the cold at all. I, I almost prefer it. No, I, no. It depends, because... That one winter, it got so cold, like, like I felt like my joints were just hurting. And I don't know which winter you're talking about. Like, like three or four years ago. I don't remember three or four days or, ago. Uh, when we were living, uh, we were living in uh, Menor. Menor, okay. Like around that time, like for some reason, that winter was the worst. I'm still trying to remember exactly what you're talking about. I don't know. I just remember one of the worst nights is <laughs> me taking one of my coworkers home. <laughs> 
And it was so cold, and it had just recently snowed or whatever. Or it was like it just started snowing back again, but there was already snow on the ground. Right. So not only did my heater stop working. <laughs> Your car was so cold. <laughs> the windows started fogging up. Then I tried to use my windshield wipers. One of the wipers <laughs> was swinging off. <laughs> then the girl was having a panic attack. <laughs> was like, Man, her defrost wasn't working. Nothing was working in this car, and it was so cold. Dang. Like that was rough. Yeah, it was that. Uh, that was a bad winter. And I was like, I can't. I don't like. I don't like that. I honestly don't remember that winter being that bad. I guess because I was working at a factory. Where when it was the summertime, inside the factory, it'd be 120 degrees. Like, and that's not even, like, an exaggeration. Like, it'd be so hot. Mm-hmm. It was so unbearably hot. Like, I would just come home with, like, sweat rings around my whole <laughs> T-shirt. Like, just disgusting. Um, but I guess that I kind of digress a little bit. But fall is literally my favorite time of the year. Like, I love fall yeah, fashion. Boots, I love... Sweater. Yeah, I like all that, man. I like the the flavors of fall. I like the fragrances of fall. Yes. Um, I like just the, the feel and like Thanksgiving is like uh yeah. Just there like family and just I don't know, man. I've been getting too woke. So Thanksgiving <laughs> is one of It's another holiday that I'm just kind of struggling with, you know, like I don't know. I don't know how I feel about Thanksgiving to be honest, but I I like what we make of it. I don't like what it was designed for. Yeah. If that yeah. makes sense. I, I like the repurposing of Thanksgiving. Do you remember that one year we went to my aunt's house for, was it Thanksgiving or Christmas? Yeah, it was Thanksgiving. I, I remember this day, Shirley, as I live. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Look, man, my grandma, or my grandma, I'm sorry, yeah. my great aunt, oh my God, she put, she threw down on this food, man. This yeah. food was so good. Not I only did it. it look right, but it was <sighs> cooked like everything was cooked to perfection. Like I just imagine a Tyler Perry movie <laughs> <laughs> when I think of that plate. <laughs> when your mind is clear. <laughs> like, man, that food was immaculate. No, oh that was my great. gosh, man. That was a great plate. But honestly, all of that, like sweet potatoes and, and just, um, you know, honestly, I'm a true, when it comes to fall, I'm like a true white girl at heart. Like I told y'all last week, I'm like the best girlfriend ever. Mm-hmm. I'm telling you this week, I'm like a true white girl when it comes to the winter time or the uh, fall time. I love a good pumpkin spice latte, man. You can't tell me nothing about that, man. And I haven't even told my wife this, but, uh, but I had a salted caramel. Bye. Oh my! Salt. What is it? Salted, <laughs> salted caramel mocha. Yikes! Oh my goodness! This thing is great. You Extra espresso. <laughs> nah, I'm not. <laughs> I'm not. That's messed up. It was so good. Let me tell you about it. I bet it was. Huh? It was great. Actually, it was incredible. I hope your teeth fall out. I hey, if they fall out, man, because it is, it'll be worth it. <laughs> well worth it. But um, nah, man, I enjoy the fall. I enjoy fall flavors and all of that, man. Um, anything else you've been thinking about? Because I got some stuff I want to kind of. Maybe you could go ahead because we kind of touched on everything else. Oh, only forty five minutes into the podcast. Forty <laughs> minutes into the podcast. Um, nah, it was something like you know we always have to have our our fun. You know we touch on the things that are are heavy. Um, and this is like you know I just I listen to podcasts a lot. I listen to people a lot and. 
I just take from my own experiences. And one thing I think I'm good at is just kind of making things make sense for different people and explaining them in a different way and things like that. And um, just, I, I don't know, they were talking about Barack Obama and how, like, even though people don't like him, I think everybody respects him. Mm-hmm. And we talked about, I can't remember if it was last week or, or a couple weeks ago, where we talked about how Obama, whether you agree with him or not, you know that everything he does is literally to see if he could, for the betterment of the American people. Yeah. Like, there's nothing he did with the, there's nothing he did that made you think, oh, he's doing this for himself. Mm-hmm. Not once. It was not once that that I've ever feel like, oh, he did this just for his approval rating. It might have been for his approval rating as well, but he I've never felt like he did this for their, his approval rating only. Right. And it just made me think like just showing respect for somebody just because you don't even though you don't like them, still having the respect for them and, and just still having that um just being able to be like, I don't like him, but hey, he's a good dude. Like, I guess Steve Bannon has said something about Barack Obama, like, yeah, Barack Obama is incorruptible. And it, it say what you will about that that phrase, but he was, like, basically saying, like, there's nothing we could have done. Well, we tried our best to make him look stupid, but we couldn't. Dude was just a smart dude. Yeah. Honestly, Barack Obama might have been the most book smart president we've had to date. Like, just smart. Mm-hmm. Just, just brilliant. Just a, just a smart human being. He's been my president forever. <laughs> you said that. <laughs> You've said that a lot of times, actually. So I know it's the truth. <laughs> nah, but dude is just a smart human being. Like, yeah, it's just it's it's incredible. To I don't know. I'm I'm happy. I'm obviously he's a he's a black president, but honestly, that's not what maybe it's because i'm black myself and i really when people say they don't see color like honestly i'd be forgetting i'm black like until (laughs) so this week i remember but we'll go over that too but nah like i'll be forgetting i'm black but honestly like like i don't see him as a black president like i just see him as the smoothest president we ever had yeah and he just his family like just even i don't even care no offense about his family but just just be just to be that smooth and that and just I'm sorry we'll never have a president walk better than than Barack Obama ever it won't happen I'm no. sorry it's he not gonna happen music playing behind him oh <laughs> uh, how you doing uh, nice to see it my man Tyrone uh, how's it going like he's just <laughs> such such a smooth dude like all right you know what I mean like he's just he's just a smooth dude or whatever and 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 to to have that type of respect at least to the the knowledge of knowing like he's incorruptible we can't do nothing with him mm-hmm. for me it was just like <clears throat> it just sorry about that it just reminded <laughs> me of uh I don't know. It reminds me of like last week you was like, oh, Donald Trump, he's just a hater or whatever. Mm. And it just reminded me of like that hate, like people just hate for no reason. Yeah. And I just don't I don't have that in me. I don't have that in me. Like it's this study. We I don't know if we talked about it or if it was I don't know. But it, and I'm not going to I'm terrible. This is this is the boss facts. Mm-hmm. Like. But it was talking about like alpha people and beta people and gamma people and delta people. And it kind of gave like the descriptions of who they are or whatever. And I almost want to pull it up and just have that information in front of me. But, you know, don't have it right now. But 
it was just kind of going over like who's what. And it was like the alpha male is somebody that'll get it done and get it done no matter what and doesn't really care who's in their way. They're going to get the job done. Mm-hmm. And beta is the type of person that's going to wait for somebody to fall before they can, like, they go, they, they're waiting for your downfall so they can take your spot. Right. Gamma is more of like, you can do what you're going to do. I'm going to do what I'm going to do over here. And I'm still going to win. Right. And then you have Delta that's just kind of like, I don't really care if I win or not. Like I'm content, right? And I and I thought I was more of like an alpha type personality, and then sometimes I thought I was like a beta type personality. But I realized that I'm more of a gamma type personality. Shout out to Black Love Matters podcast that they touched on this a few weeks ago. But and this is not what we're talking about, but it kind of goes with what we're talking about. Mm. And one of the things I've noticed about myself, I love seeing people win. Like for a little bit, I was like, I used to think, oh, there's a there's a pie and I have to get parts of the pie. But what I've realized is it's not that I have to get parts of the pie or that it's a it's it's not a limit to it. It's more of a buffet. Mm -hmm. And one of my least favorite things is when I see somebody go to a buffet and their and their plate be loaded. Like, I can't stand that when I go to a buffet, you know what I do? I might get one plate and it might have a piece of chicken on it because they just brought the chicken out. And that's what I want. I mm-hmm. want chicken, right? So I'm going to go get the chicken. And then when I'm done with the chicken, you know what? I'm going to put that plate to the side and I'm going to go get another piece of something. I might get some fries or I might get some salad. And I might have about five, six plates stacked up because I know that that it's still enough for everybody. Everybody can eat. Yeah. But those per- those people that think that they gotta have it all for themselves, oh, I gotta have it all. Blah blah blah. I'm not. Oh, oh. If I if I don't have it all, then I don't know what I'm gonna do. Those people, man, are the people you gotta watch out for, because those are the people that aren't happy to see you win. You yeah, know what I mean? Why do you have to envy somebody else or just hate on somebody because they got something that you can't bring to the table? Like. Find what you could bring to the table and be the best you that you can be. Like, and that's the thing. It's not. Even, it's not even that they can't. It's that you don't want to. You don't want to. Yeah. You know what I mean? You like, just like want to be in that position already. Like vultures. Yeah. It's like no. You gotta work. You gotta put in time. Like absolutely. Because you know what I am. I'm more of a. I'm not even a lion. You know. Well, I'm more of a lion, I guess. Like I'ma just wait for you to chill. Then I'm a then I'ma go in for the kill. But it's too many people out here that are vultures and hyenas waiting for stuff to already be dead. Yeah. Because they don't have the energy to do it themselves. Just to just fall on your lap. Like Right. But on the on the flip side, those same people, when you when you're doing something great, guess what they say? Oh well, he did this. He 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 sold his soul to to do this or he did this just because it has happened or it always got to be an excuse. Mm-hmm. And, the, and the fact of the matter is you just mad because you couldn't. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like get your hating self up, dust yourself off and get it yourself. And and that's when I realized at, at my core, I love to see people win. Mm-hmm. I want to see everybody eat. And I, and I can't, I couldn't figure out why. And it's not because, because I'm still a competitive person. Mm-hmm. I want to see everybody eat. But at the at the end of the day, like I take more pride in the fact that I didn't wait for you to die to get it. You know what I did? I waited for you to get at the top of your game 
so I can be better than you. I don't want to be. I don't. But do you really want to compete with someone, or like I said, be like the best version of you that you can be? It's it's okay. Part of it is that no, you don't want to compete with someone, but it's a perfect example, right? But you need like that competition to push you further. Exactly, yeah. because when I'm walking home from work, right, I hate when there's nobody on the trail, and there's a couple reasons why. One reason is because I like to smile at people. I like to see people. I, it, it motivates me, even the people that are going the opposite direction to me. Mm-hmm. But another reason why it's e- like it, it, it pushes me to go home faster and it gets me that burn in my calves and that burn in my shins and I know that I'm doing something is when I see somebody an eighth of a mile in front of me. All right, how, how quick can I pass them? Mm-hmm. We're, we're going to get to the same... You know, the same place. They don't necessarily got to know that I'm I'm chasing them down and passing them. But I need that motivation because mm-hmm. I want to see you at your best. And then when I say, when I see the person I looked up to, like, dang, this person is the best out here, the best thing smoking. Mm-hmm. And when I look down and I see, man, I just passed the best thing smoking. What's next? Then I look up and it's the next best thing smoking. And I got to continue. It, it just allows me to continue to push forward. Right. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, I want to be the best. Uh, well, not even that I want to be the best. I already know I'm the best. Mm-hmm. I already know. And I've proven it so many times that I know that anything I put my mind to, I'm going to be the best. And part of that confidence is just speaking it. Right. Like, words matter. Words matter. It's a lot. in like, look, we talk about the Bible a lot on this podcast. But Sometimes we, when they say, oh, speak it into existence, I speak stuff into existence a lot. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times it happens because I say it and I believe it with my whole entire soul. I just know it. It's not that it's not that I believe it because believing takes practice. I already know it. It doesn't right. take any practice because mm-hmm. I know for a fact that I'm a win. I'm going to win. Mm-hmm. I already told you I'm a win. You already know I'm a win and I already got the vision of how I'm going to win. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I, I speak it. I live it. You know what I'm saying? And then it's, it's just that when you when you read the Bible, I know I'm going on a little bit of a tangent, but when you read the Bible, it's little stuff. Like, um, even perfect example, right? Whether you believe it or not, we say it like that. I'm never going to be the one to force nobody to believe, but I am going to ask you to just look into it, right? Mm-hmm. The world was started with what? The world was started with what? Like according to scientists? No, I'm saying the world was started with what according to the Bible? Look, I created. No, the world was started with words. Oh, yeah. Okay. He spoke it. He spoke life onto the planet, right? And I can't even remember what the verse is, but it's, I mean, you could basically, you could either speak death, right? Death. Or you could speak life. Mm-hmm. And, and words matter. Words matter so much that you people people words matter so much that people don't even pay attention to what the words mean. But words matter to me. They work. They matter to me so much because when the word says when the Bible says you can speak death or speak life like people don't understand how like death end you can end somebody with your words. The Bible says that the tongue is a double edged sword. Yeah. You could either speak death or life. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like, I just believe that wholeheartedly, right? So, yeah, just like, um, like I didn't speak it, but I wrote it down that I wanted to be married and have a kid before 25. 
and I spoke it as well. And those things like came. And they came to fruition because you put. It's not even that. This is the thing. This is the thing, and this is what I've noticed. I've done like an experiment with myself mm-hmm. when I'm doing my push-ups that what I, that I do every day, right? When I have my mind on fifty, and fifty, there, nothing less than fifty is an option. Mm-hmm. Forty-nine or 50, forty-five is when it starts to hurt. Mm-hmm. When I have my mind on as many as possible, twenty-five is when it starts to hurt. Yeah. Why? Why do you think that is? Because it's in your mind. You gave. I gave. Already put that goal on myself. Mm-hmm. I got to get to fifty. I got to get to fifty. So fifty's in my mind. When I say I got to get to forty, or I'll go past forty. Thirty-five starts to hurt. Thirty-six starts to hurt. Arms start shaking at thirty-seven. Why? I just did fifty yesterday. Why is this so difficult? Because I put a cap on what I could do. Mm-hmm. Why do that? You know what I'm saying? And yeah. that's why I say, like, I like to see other people win so I could kind of see, okay, they did this. They won this way. I want to do I want to do what they're doing or I, I know I could do what they're doing, but I feel like I could do it my way. I think I could do it different, and I would love to do it better. I would love to move more numbers than they're doing. Not to not to X them out because we could all eat, but I just want to eat. I, I want that. I mm-hmm. like that competition. Right. You know what I mean? People win, people lose. Even in, it's like just like the NBA, right? There's wins, there's losses. But even, <laughs> let me back up. Look at Floyd Mayweather and Conor McGregor, right? Somebody put on Facebook, they're like, wait, wait, wait. Conor McGregor walked away with $100 million. So, who lost, who lost that fight? Yeah. <laughs> It's the same thing. It's like these NBA players, like, oh, they lost a game, but they make $500,000 a game? Wait, who who lost a game? They make $50,000 a game? Who lost a game? Like, it's it's that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? We all going to eat, but I want to win. The, I just want to win the game. Yeah. I, I need that. I need that thrill. I like that thrill. And um, in the same way, like... Something, something came to me right before we started doing this podcast today. I just realized that wise people like to see people triumph. Mm-hmm. Wise people, smart people, smart individuals, driven individuals like to see people succeed. Because at the end of the day, success is subjective. Literally, if everybody had a positive wavelength, the spiritual talk that people talk about, mm-hmm. it's real, man. Your spirit is something different. It's like a different sense you don't you, we can't tap into. Right. Or not most people can't tap into. But people setting themselves on fire and living through it, that's real, man. That's a spiritual level that you are that they're on. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. That's that's real stuff. So I just believe that the wise love to see people triumph. I, I'm that way. Yeah. Cause I think everybody can eat. I I feel like everybody can have their version of success. But there's too many hating people that don't want to see you win. Mm -hmm. So they're so built up and pent up on you losing that that's their victory. But it's hollow. They don't get to feel anything. For a slight second, they get to feel good because you lost. But that's it. It goes away. Their happiness goes away. Man, that's a word. I'm going to tell you why it's a word. That movie Trolls, Mm -hmm. it's the same thing. They feel like the the if y'all ever see the movie Trolls, it's such a deep underlying message that I just now got it myself, mm-hmm. right? 
What are the things called? Uh, ogres or something? Yeah. Are they called ogres? I think so. They're probably not <laughs> ogres. Um, but the ogre people or whatever, they have this this holiday called Trostis, where it's the one day of the year they can feel happy. Why do they feel happy on this one day of the year? Because they eat trolls. They eat the trolls. And why do they think it's going to make them happy? Because the trolls are genuinely happy. But trolls are so little. How could they feel joy when they're that small? Right? They're so tiny, but they have pure joy. So they feel like the only way I can feel that same way is if I eat the troll. Mm. But guess what happens? They're only happy for that day. And they got to wait a whole other year till Trollstis comes back around just to eat another troll. Just it, They literally say in the movie, it's the one day of the year where I can finally feel joy. Mm. Yeah. That's a word, right? It's the one day of the year I can finally feel joy because I got to eat the little thing that feels joy by itself, living its own truth, mm -hmm. singing its own songs, throwing parties for no reason. Why are you so happy? You're so tiny. Because I... I got joy. Mm -hmm. I got joy. It's in me. Yeah. It it emits from me. I shine because I got this joy. Well, I don't. I don't have that joy. So how can I get that joy? Oh, I guess I gotta eat them. I gotta stomp on them. I gotta. I gotta. You know, crap on them, ish on them, to get that joy. Mm -hmm. It's like nah, bro. The joy comes from with within you. <laughs> you gotta actually feel it. Yeah. And then I realized the weak people. See joy or find joy in seeing other people's pain. It's like it's the same thing we talked about. It comes full circle with the social media thing. Mm -hmm. People, for me, when I see people winning, guess what I go? Oh, man, I want to win too. Mm -hmm. Not, oh, I wish something happens to them. I don't want to pass you because you trip and fall. I want to pass you at, your, at you running your fastest. That's when I want to pass you because that's when I know. Yeah, like, what type of gratification you're going to get by doing, or by gaining it that way? Like, No. Like, I can't feel happy about myself knowing that, like, supposedly I'm happy because you, you failed at something. Like, Absolutely not. Like, I want to beat you at your, at the, at the highest. If I'm going to beat you, I want to beat you at the highest. Mm -hmm. I want to beat you at, you know, at your strongest, your fastest. That's how I want to beat you. I want to beat you because, not that you, that you slipped and, and failed, I want to beat you because you slipped one day and you wasn't on your game one day and I just snuck in there and I got it. Mm -hmm. Like, that's the type of thing I want to do. That's that's healthy competition. Yeah. But it's too many people on Facebook. This is why social media is dangerous. I believe therapy is important. I don't think necessarily you have to see a therapist for therapy. Mm -hmm. I find therapy, I, I believe, this is what I believe. I believe that therapy is getting your thoughts out. It doesn't matter who hears them, mm -hmm. but you have to get them out of out from inside of you. Yeah. This is coming from somebody that dealt with anger for a long time. And I realized I dealt with the anger because I didn't let nothing out for a long time. I kept it all inside. Right. But when I started getting it out of me, I became a better communicator. I realized, okay, I'm angry because of this. Then I was able to tell people I'm angry because of this. Have mercy on me. Right. Just just give me a break. This is why I'm angry. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And once I was able to get that stuff out, the anger in me was gone. I, did, I'm st I still have the same temper, but I don't have the same anger. There's a difference. Mm -hmm. Right. Like I'm still the same bomb, 
but I don't got the, it's not, the fuse isn't lit at all times. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So for me, I believe in that thera- therapeutic process. What we're doing right now is therapy. Mm-hmm. The, the, it's something about being able to always talk about what bothers you. Right. Always. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And that's another, it comes full circle. That's why our relationship is so strong. Because our communication is there. Why is the communication good? Because I don't have to hold on to the things that make me sad. Right. And then not only that, but since our communication is good, I can share in the things that bring me joy. Mm-hmm. So now my joy brings you joy, right? Now I'm speaking life. Right. Do you understand what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So it, to me, there's so much more to life than this, this whole social media thing. So this is my issue. <clears throat> I don't, excuse me. I don't use social media for the same things I used to. I used to go to social media when I was mad and post stuff. And then there was times where I would go to social media, you know, when I'm super happy that something might happen. You know what happened to me when I was angry about something? You could almost feel people happy that you're angry. Mm -hmm. And then when you're happy about something, you can almost feel the hate come towards you. You can almost feel it. Now, I don't say nothing on social media unless it's done. Mm-hmm. Or I might give you a hint here and there, even with this podcast. If I just would have been like, oh, I'm doing a podcast. I feel like somebody would have spoke some negativity on my stuff, man, and it would have never came out. Right. It would have never came out. Right. Guess what I did? Oh, I did this for the podcast. Then I started seeing eyes like, man, people, is he really doing a podcast? Oh, I'm, I'm about to, uh, I just got this, this uh, song cleared for this podcast. This dude really might be doing a podcast right now. Mm-hmm. Then, oh, tune in this week for the first episode of the podcast. Then people was like, hold up. So it's all about, look, you you put what's you put the finished product out. Don't it don't work things through on social media. You work things through with people that love you. Because you're friends with 1,400 people, and about 12 of those people actually care about who you are as a person. Mm-hmm. You know, the other ones either don't care about you at all. Or want to see you fail. They want to see that you and your wife is, is having issues. So they can sneak in there and start flirting with you. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. They want to see that. They want to see that there's some type of chink in the armor. Psych. Even if there was a chink in the armor, you can't see it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, I don't know, man. What do you think about that? What what's, What are your thoughts on, on the speaking life thing and, and kind of stop? I don't know, masquerading for your haters and stuff like that. What do you think about that? No, I am a firm believer in speaking into existence, like, of course, positive things. And I've been putting that into practice myself. And I see, like I said already, like with wanting to be married and having a son by 25 or whatever. I didn't speak it, but I wrote it out. So I know I I put it out. And that's one thing that that did come, and I I can see like in a couple different ways like how things do come about because I simply just spoke it. Um, with what we're doing now, like I could never think that I'd be able to like voice my opinions and things on like this type of platform, like where like it could happen where millions of people end up listening to this. And nah, the thing is though, this the thing it will happen. Yeah, I know. I know it will happen. Ooh, which brings me into my last point. Keep going. Keep yes. going. No, so yeah, basically I'm just saying I'm a firm believer and uh, yeah, you're always going to have them people that hate and 
Like, just, I don't know. Like, I don't know. I just am focused on what I'm doing, and I, I can't allow those type of things, like, bring me down or, like, knock me off of what I'm doing. And, right. Um, I guess just praying for the haters. and. <laughs> That's the thing, though. This is the thing. Because the doubts, the doubts have, they can give you a lot of fuel. Mm -hmm. Do you know what I mean? But it's like the thoughts, they only hinder you. But when you speak, even even if you speak the, um, even, how do you say this? Okay. The thoughts only affect you. If you have positive thoughts, Mm -hmm. they affect your lane, right? I'm going to wake up. I'm going to go to work on time. Right. But if you just sitting in traffic, just knowing, oh, I'm going to get to work on time. It's not going to do nothing. You got to put the pedal to the metal. People got to see you coming. Mm -hmm. Do you know what I'm saying? And it's the same thing with the negativity. That negativity can slow you down. Right. And nobody will help you if they don't know. You know Mm -hmm. what I'm saying? It's it's little things like that. But you got to speak it. You can either speak life, which can push you forward, which can propel you, or you can speak death. Right. right. Are you and for- also blocking out like um, any type of doubts or neg- like negative thinking or anything like that? You got to block it out too, like from the jump. Like, and it's like it, it almost and it takes practice. It's mm-hmm. not gonna happen instantly. It takes practice. At first, you got to just be resilient and just say the most ridiculous thing. I'm gonna be a millionaire by the time I'm 35 years old. Right. Right. What what have I been telling you? Look, call it God, call it the universe. I think that it God exists in everything. So if you want to call him the universe, call him the universe, right? But I'm telling you, when 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 there's a plan in place for you and you you put it out there, this is what I'm going to do. Mm-hmm. Thoughts become things, yeah, and words become. It's almost like a rope that you didn't mean to lasso onto like a moving horse. Like you didn't mean to do it, but now you're attached to it. Mm-hmm. Like I didn't already said it. I already said that I'm going to give hundreds of thousands of dollars to people in need. I didn't already said that I'm going to build houses for for tens of or maybe hundreds of different families. I didn't already said this is going to happen. I don't know what possessed me to say it, but I've already said it. So mm-hmm. this is what I have to do. Yeah. I already said that I'm going to travel the world and I'm going to to affect people in a positive way. I already said that, those things. So since I already said them, I got to do them. Mm-hmm. Do you understand what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, those things are important. Yeah. Have you ever heard of LeVar Ball? <clears throat> no. Okay, so it, he's... Excuse me, one minute. <clears throat> Sorry, speaking so much that <laughs> <laughs> words become things. No, nah, but... um. Seriously, LeVar Ball is is a is a father of an NBA player. Guy didn't start playing yet. He should start soon. But his son was in college and did really well in college. The, the thing that intrigues me about LeVar Ball is so incredible. This guy just talks. And at first you're just like, dude, can you chill out? Like at first you're, you just want to tell him to just kind of chill. Mm-hmm. Like the stuff you're saying, it's not gonna happen for you, bro. Just chill out. He didn't say ridiculous things. Couple things he said. Um, my son is better than Steph Curry. And they're like, wait, do he? He got three sons. Yep. Real light skin. Yep, that's him. Very outspoken. 
Yep. I just seen him like. Yep. Just, was it Facebook? I, him? I think it was on either. Oh, it was on Ellen. He w- he was on Ellen or was it just a story it was, on Ellen? No, it was him and his oldest son. His oldest son just got to the NBA. Yeah. What do you know about him or what did you take from that? No, he was just very, I don't know. He was just, like I said, very outspoken. And just, How did you feel about him? How did I feel about him? Like I'm like, dang, this dude is just cocky as ever. Like, okay. even his son, like, you could tell, like, like Ellen was asking, like, oh, okay, like, what if your uh, brothers were to make it also, like, in the NBA? Like, um, like, do you think that you would always be the best or something? Or, like, could they ever be better than you? And there was like, no. Or he was like, no, like, it, it would always go, like, in order. Like, I'm the oldest, so I'm always going to be the best. Like, the middle one's going to be the second and last one. And I'm like, ugh, like, what is going on? Okay, so I kind of felt like that, too. Like, it was funny at first, and then it was just like, dude, you're annoying. Let me let me explain to you the importance of we say it, but <laughs> we say it, but they live it. When you say failure is not an option mm-hmm. you're just like oh i don't have any choice but to win no they literally made it so there's no other choice like they haven't thought of a way to fail mm-hmm. they they literally haven't thought of how to fail and they got a show on facebook reality tv show on facebook don't know how they figured this out but i'm i think it's facebook's first show mm-hmm. money right okay so he basically said my son is better than steph curry they said, oh, your son's better than Steph Curry coming out of college. He was like, no, my son's better than Steph Curry right now, mm-hmm. period. They're like, okay, LeVar, like, your son didn't even win a, ch- a championship in college, and Steph Curry already has two championships and two MVP awards. How is your son better than Steph Curry? I'm telling you, that boy can pass. That boy can tri- dribble. I'm telling you, they're better than Steph Curry. They're going to be better than Jordan, all three of them. And I'm just like, all right, dude, like you're tripping, right? So, and I still feel like that about some stuff. But mm-hmm. at this point, man, I'm getting emotional because not only is he like that with just basketball, but I don't know if you notice, his wife had a stroke, mm-hmm. okay? And... Don't get don't get emotional because his wife had a stroke. Mm-hmm. But it's sad. His wife got a stroke. And he says stuff, but as you listen to him, don't feel like... I mean, you can feel like he's being cocky. You don't have to like him. But he's not saying stuff to get you riled up. He's saying things because he really f- believes it. Mm-hmm. So his wife had a stroke, right? And the the his sons were emotional about it, obviously. Mm-hmm. And he said, I told my boys, don't worry about your mama. That's your mom, but that's my girl. I got her. Don't worry about her. Y'all go do what y'all supposed to do, right? He told him, you go play basketball. You play for the Lakers. You go play for the uh, UCLA, and you go play for Chino Hills. Lakers is an NBA team, The you know, UCLA, if you don't know. Mm-hmm. UCLA is a college basketball team, and Chino Hills is their high school basketball team. Mm-hmm. He was like, don't worry about your mom. I got her. And he said it on a few different interviews, and I'm like, all right, this dude is talking all this trash. And then this dude was really, he's on his wife's side. He, you know, she had to get a brain surgery or something for her stroke, Mm -hmm. and she forgot how to talk. 
And he was like, nah, I don't want no doctors. Doctors can't do, doctors can't help my wife more than I can help her. I'm like, dude, you're bugging. Dude, he is physically, he he canceled all the physical therapy. He's giving her physical therapy. Not only is he giving her physical therapy, he won't allow her to feel like, like he's not babying her. He's like, nah, girl, you better walk. Nah, girl, you better, you know, swim in this pool. And she's just following his lead. Not only that, but her, they talked about it because he's black. His wife is white. So his in-laws are white, right? And they talk about this on the show. Like, yeah, um, at first, you know, look, I'm a white guy from this area. And I obviously LeVar's black. And that's, you know, that, that when I got past my ignorance, I was happy to have him as a son-in-law. But basically, this is what flipped my whole idea of LeVar. Because we see what he's saying. He's saying, oh, my son's going to be the best thing in the, ba- in, the, in the NBA. My son's going to take the Lakers to the playoffs this year, not next year, this year. And he keeps saying these things, and it just sounds like he's blowing smoke. Mm-hmm. This is when I realized he wasn't blowing smoke. This is when I realized words really do become things. And this is when I realized you better watch out for this guy. You better watch out for this guy. There's a couple different reasons. If you don't know about him... I'll try to explain it, but I don't want to oversaturate it if you do know about him. Mm-hmm. But basically, his in-laws came on the screen, and he was talking to him, and he was like, look, I canceled the physical therapy. It's going too slow. I canceled the speech therapy. It's going too slow. I think his wife's name is Tina. Tina's not going to get better any faster with these people than if it was just us. I, be- I believe between us three, talking about him, his mother-in-law, and his father-in-law, mm-hmm. I believe between us three, we will get Tina back to where she needs to be. And like, dang, I'm getting really emotional about this. It's crazy. And his mother-in-law said, I don't know how he does it, but I believe in LeVar. Those are the people closest to him. That mm-hmm. That's not his fam. That's not his blood family. She said, I believe in LeVar. And knowing that Be- LeVar believes in us makes me believe in him any more or even more. And I believe that we will get her to walk and talk and do all of that stuff. And lo and behold, he's teaching his wife how to walk just because no is not an option. Mm-hmm. Like not that no, like, oh, we don't have any choice. But no, it's literally like he hasn't given himself no as an option it's crazy so when he sells his shoes for five hundred dollars and he's just like yeah these shoes are going to be five hundred dollars a pair you can sell your shoes for ten dollars a pair i'm selling mine for five hundred why because my son's worth it yeah he was saying that he was like yeah a lot of people were um uh like reading what he said like the wrong way or whatever saying like oh like like you need a I say, yeah, the shoes were expensive or something. Like, well, you should be able to, to afford it. But he was saying, like, basically, like, if you want these pair of shoes, like, you need to put in the work to to buy these shoes. Like, hey, and that's real because people flipped what he said. And he was like, well, if you don't, if you can't afford these shoes, then you're not a big baller. Yeah, that's what he said. But yeah. he was basically saying, look, if you want to get into these shoes, you got to work for it. Mm-hmm. It ain't easy. Mm-hmm. And. I don't care if nobody buys the shoes. Guess what he did? He said he was going to get... This is the crazy thing. The NBA is set up where the worst team in the league mm-hmm. basically has a better chance to get the best player out of college. The Lakers weren't even the worst, worst team in the league, mm-hmm. and he was one of the best players out of college. His dad last year said, Lonzo's going to be a Laker. 
and he not even going to work out for no other teams. And they said, LeVar, don't you think you're making it hard on your son to get um, drafted into other teams? He was like, I'm not doing nothing. He's a grown man. If they don't want to pick him, that's their problem. But Lonzo's going to be a Laker. And he just flat out said that. Mm -hmm. And I'm just like, dude, like the chances of him even either, like if the Lakers, the Lakers technically had the chances to be like the fifth pick or something like that. Mm -hmm. They were the second pick. Lonzo's number is number two. And they picked him second. He said that they he was gonna be a Laker, and then after he became a Laker, he was like, "I told you he was gonna be a Laker." <laughs> so then it was after that I'm like, "All right, that could be a coincidence." But once I seen how his family said, he believes it, so I believe it. Right. That's crazy to me. That's the that's everything we're saying. If you put it into put it into the universe, you from my mouth to God's ears, right? Mm-hmm. If I say it and I believe it, and I don't have an option but to believe it. Mm-hmm. It's gonna be true. Yeah. I, I don't. I don't. You can't tell me nothing else. You can't. I've like I've seen it too many times. You put faith in what you say, and you got to put the works. You exactly. Gotta, you got to work for it, and know that it's gonna come. Speak it with your mouth, and believe it with your heart. Like mm-hmm. I just believe in that. So like him, like I just I wanted to start a, a segment called like Faith Walkers, like people that walk by faith and they don't really care about what's in front of them, mm-hmm. like. People that be in a in a cardboard box and just be like, dang, I'm gonna be rich, but I'm gonna be rich next year. Like, bro. Stuff like that, yeah. I'm just saying, like, it, when you when you when you not that you, you don't give yourself the option, but when you literally when you're mapping out your out your life and you're not saying, Oh, okay, well, what if what if this doesn't go my way? Mm-hmm. Like, no, bro, there's no choice. Like I, this is what I this is what I'm supposed to do and and this kind of comes full circle it's the same thing with us like it was the other day I was sitting in my car and I was just like dang well you know my dad really wanted to do his music and dang like he never really got a chance to do his music and he just ended up working at a job and I was like dang what if I just end up working at a job for the rest of my life like that wouldn't be that bad, would it? And then immediately something was like, no, shut up. That's not it. Like, I don't know what it was, but something almost, I almost felt something smack me and be like, chill. Yeah. You don't have, that's not your, that's not your lane. You can't make that your option. You have to make success your only option. Mm-hmm. Not that losing's not an option, but if you have one goal, why would you make it so another thing can take the place of your one goal? That's why when you look at LeVar and he's like, no, my wife's going to speak again. He's teaching her how to talk. Like, and it's not emotional because he's teaching her how to talk. It's emotional because you see that his whole family subscribes to what he said. Right. And the thing is, when, when you speak something crazy and radical like that, even if I told you, this is where we're going to be next year. Even I told you, inside thing, I was like, this is the house we're going to live in. And I've been walking past this house for a long time. I've been driving past this house for a long time. And I told her, this is the house we're going to live in. Mm-hmm. And I don't know I don't know when it's going to happen, but, I, but it's the house we're going to live in. And when it happens, we'll let you know. And we'll reference this part of the podcast. And we'll let you know, hey, thoughts really become things. Mm-hmm. And I just, when I seen that, with LeVar, he even said, this is a crazy thing. And I believe him. He was like, when I met her, I said, you know what? I'm going to marry you, and we all we going to have all boys. 
and they all going to be good at basketball. That's what he told his wife when he met her. <laughs> when he met her. Not when they started dating. Like, I think when he met her, he was like, "I'm we going to get married. And we gonna have nothing but boys. I don't. I don't have nothing. But I ain't gonna have no girls. We gonna have nothing but boys. And they all gonna be some ballers. And then they, she was like, "All right, like whatever." Sure enough, they ain't have nothing but boys. All <laughs> playing basketball, making money. Like I think he bought his his um his middle son a not an Aston Martin. It wasn't that a Maserati. And and it wasn't and and I didn't feel like oh dang he bought his son a Maserati. It looked like dang no we we worked for this. This is this is your future. So this is all you're allowed to see is success. Mm-hmm. I'm only gonna allow you to see success. So you're 18 years old. Guess what you get? You get this Maserati. So you can go do nothing but go to the gym and go to school. That's all I want you to do. And prepare to go to the NBA next year. Are you ready? Like that's the type of attitude he has. Mm-hmm. And I don't think people understand that. That's how black dads are. Like people have this narrative like, oh, black dads ain't, ain't around. It's black dads that's not around, but I'm telling you, my dad was like that too. Like the ones that are. <laughs> my dad was like that too. Hey, Chris, this week we're doing piano lessons. Next week you're going to learn clarinet. Then I'm going to put you in tap dance. Dad, I don't want to do none of this. Look, I'm telling you, dude, you're going to want to learn how to do this. Mm-hmm. All right, dude. All right, dad, whatever. Sure enough, all the stuff he made me do is, is benefiting me now. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But. Honestly, man, it's just something that I, I wanted to talk about. I'm so happy it all came full circle. Look at God. Yes. Won't he do it? Praise him. Won't he do it? I'm just saying, man, for real. Like, if y'all don't, don't look at what LeVar says. Look at the people around him. Because you can tell that he started, he started on a radical path. He said the things that weren't necessarily right in front of him. And he said, hey. I'm a I'm a marry this girl and we ain't gonna have nothing but boys. That's when it started. He said what he was gonna do. We're not gonna have nothing but boys, and they're all gonna be some ballers. It started with that. And now he's at the point where he's trying to teach his wife how to speak. And he was like, These doctors can't do this, can't fix her better than I can fix her. Mm-hmm. So we're gonna fix her. And he pulled his in-laws to the side who didn't even like him at first. No, obviously, they've been together over 20 years at this point. But they didn't like him at first. Now the, the mom is like, look, LeVar has never steered us wrong. If he says it, I believe it. Mm-hmm. That's what she said. At this point, she's just like, look, he didn't say so much crazy stuff and it all came true. I got to believe him. Right. <laughs> because not only are his thoughts things, but he threw out the lure. He threw out, he threw out his fishing line. And he didn't just assume, like, oh, I'm going to throw it out. Hopefully I catch something. Like, he threw it out assuming he was going to catch something. Like, why do people fish and assume they're not going to catch nothing? Why would you do that? Nah. No, he's throwing out his line. He put the worm on it and everything. Why did he put the worm on it? So he could lose it to a fish? No. He put the worm on the lure because he knew, okay, once I drag this back in, I'm going to have dinner. So that's how we got to be with our words. Mm-hmm cast that cast that reel all right look i'm about to at the end of the day this is what i'm going to get right and it's not that you're you're saying oh losing's not an option literally instead of saying losing's not an option i don't even know why you would have that loser's mentality say winning's my only option if winning's your only option then obviously losing's not an option Mm -hmm. a duh you know what i'm saying like i don't know man 
I don't know. That it was just that was deep to me. That's good. A little motivation, invitation for motivation, mm-hmm. inspiration, and conversation. <laughs> um, I don't know. Anything you want to close with or anything like that? Um, well, yeah, just like you were saying, like, don't allow the negativity in uh, and just simply focus on what your goals are, positive, and... Just work towards it and know that you can accomplish whatever it is that you you want to do like in life. So And again, words are important. She said, know that you can mm-hmm. do it. Like know it. Like don't think you can do it. Know you know you will. Right. Don't think you can, know you will. Like I like that little engine that could, but don't think you can. Know that you will. Know that that's the option. Maybe you don't know when it'll happen. Maybe you don't know. Mm-hmm. Maybe you don't. And that's fine. But know that you will. If that's your calling, then that's the only option you have. Right. Like, I, we had to talk the other day where I was like, look, I cannot sit here and, and not use my talents for something. I will die before I do that. Mm-hmm. And I meant it. I meant it. I was like, nah, I'm not I'm not about to sit here and just be somebody basic. Mm-hmm. I will die before I let that happen. Right. I will die before I let it happen. I'm not gonna quit. I'm not gonna show I'm not gonna be the first example of my son to be a loser and to be a failure. I'm mm-hmm. not doing that. I'd rather fall flat on my face because you only gotta win once. You could lose a hundred times. You get up a hundred and one times, you only gotta win once. You only gotta win once. Yeah. So that's what it's about, man. Just making your thoughts things. And and going with it. And as always, you know, um, if you guys ever want to get in contact with us, once again, you can always email us at officialboscast at gmail.com. That's O-F-F-I-C-I-A-L-B-O-Z-C-A-S-T at gmail.com. Um, you can obviously always follow me on Instagram, on Twitter, on Facebook at Bozzy C, that's at B-O-Z-Z-I-E-C. And you can follow me on Instagram. It's I'm a one Reese Cup. I am a number one R-E-E-S-E-C-U-P. And Twitter is at Ema underscore Boz one. That's I-M-A underscore B-O-Z and the number one. And as always, as well, we always want to leave you guys with a little, a little something to kind of go on for the next seven days or so. <clears throat> excuse me um and i think for for this week i would tell you you know um be inspired i'd say be confident and um as always guys be, be official. official uh we'll see you next week and uh stay tuned for that uh that link for to help the, those kids in houston all right guys all right have a great weekend